the college football experience week 12 preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup free roll. Yes, we're giving away $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which you can download for free, people. Over in the App Store or Google Play Store, so grab that thing today and remember to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> is it really already week twelve? Time is ticking. Come on. Um, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Well, oh, week twelve preview and picks is here. <laughs> Starting your on key, Kobe's <laughs> becoming a singer before our very eyes. I, I knew I had a, I had a voice for Broadway. We are joined <laughs> by third man in the booth. The DFS got himself. Come play DFS with us. We tweet out a link from at TCE on SGPN every single week. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living. The free lack given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up guys. We got week 12 football, baby right now. Two snow games going on. Maxion is the greatest. And I'll be honest, I, you know, watching these games, especially the central Michigan, Western Michigan game, I really miss playing football. You know what I mean? Like it really makes me like uh, as a guy in his late thirties, it's like, fuck, what do I got to do to get back to there? I can't, I can't. We got to stretch every day. We got to do like the Rocky routine in Rocky six, where he's like, I don't know. What is he doing? Like lifting 
chains and yeah. shit. Yeah, that makes you think of Ed Cooley's comment last year about his, you know college basketball. Subscribe to the college basketball experience, but he's talking about his or his players on a minute watch, and he was like, "No, he's like they're eighteen. I don't believe in all this analytics shit." He goes, "Any one of my friends or me would die to play in this game right now." Yeah. You know, it's like well, they're just gonna we're gonna let them play. Yeah. I watch this and I Please. go, Good Jeez. gosh, yes, let me play in this. And what you need, Colby, is a DeLorean and a time machine. Cause if I if I try to play tackle football right now, I'd hurt for three weeks. <laughs> so oh, <yeah. laughs> dude, I played my last turkey bowl like probably around two thousand nine or ten. <laughs> and not only did I get ran over by a gigantic Samoan guy whose whose brother played on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, it hurt me Ouch. so bad. Dude. I mean, it, it hurt me so bad that like for the next month, I've, I've never felt where like my bones completely rattled like days <laughs> after, like days after you wake up and you're just like, oh. who plays Turkey bowls against actual NFL players? No, no, no. His brother was His an brother. NFL player. Oh, yeah. Right. And you I didn't know this CTE, until after. Okay. Yeah. You I might've had, had a little CTE. Well, hey, CTE is great on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's true, right, I put, I put that CTE on my fucking Turkey. I put it on there with the cranberries. Put that you know, shit on everything. <laughs> Guys shout out to the chat, which is hopping already. Especially how about Kristen Hamilton saying, please trash Kentucky for losing to Vandy. <laughs> Uh, Definitely, that's yeah. warranted. I very, think very I, much uh, so. I will oblige you on that one. Well, if you've been listening to the college football experience, I told you first off, under on Kentucky, I was on that, and also I watched this team. We watched them struggle to beat Northern Illinois on their second string quarterback. They're not a good football team. And they, I told you over yeah. on Vandy, and that that Vandy over would hit in the non-conference, but they also will win, will win at least one SEC game. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to be Kentucky, but came uh, through. Came through. Well, and when you like Kentucky was ranked like two weeks ago. That's my problem with the pollsters is like, do they actually watch the fucking games? It like, I mean, honestly, Kentucky would probably be okay. They probably would have beat South Carolina if they had Will Levis because South Carolina is actually hot garbage. I don't know if you watched South Carolina and Florida last week. <laughs> Throttling. <laughs> um. Those two teams are fake. That they, they, they're they're classic models of the uh, of the the four team uh, out of con- or the four the four game out of conference schedule that the SEC and ACC you know do. You're talking Definitely. about no, like South Carolina. South Carolina does being do, bowl like, eligible. If you watch South Carolina football, Missouri, same thing. Yeah, but if you watch South Carolina football, I, I I'm convinced you'll say this is not a bowl team. Like and if you watch two, each week, you'll be like, this is not a team that deserves to play. I've never looked at Shane Beamer and actually thought his team was good. They just had Beamer magic. Well, the Beamer <laughs> magic is a four game out of conference schedule. Yeah, that gives true, you right. Charlotte and, and fucking, you know, the Citadel it's and no stuff. Longer you know magic I mean? like, if you, if you, uh, if you show the trick, yeah. Colby. Uh, and really to, to a uh, Blanton Stamey's point, he says Vanderbilt would be like middle of the road ACC. Can't argue with that. Well, uh, uh, middle of the road ACC coastal. Yeah, I, I, I have a problem with that if you're saying Atlantic, because I do think Florida State, Syracuse, NC State, even NC State is better than Vanderbilt, and obviously Wake beat the shit out of Vanderbilt this year. Well, NC State's better yeah. than Syracuse, so okay, quit Not, hating for uh, one second. Didn't Syracuse say, beat them? No, NC State won. No, NC right? State Syracuse. Syracuse won in the Carrier Dome. Oh, they did. That's right. <laughs> it was a close game, though. They were at home. Trying to trying to pump this rally, <laughs> this rally Durham nonsense here. Neutral site. Right? Give me the wolf pack. <laughs> who, who does who does Vandy beat in the uh, ACC Coastal? You got Georgia Tech, Miami, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. I think they, they beat all. Well, of them? it depends when they get Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's been a weird team. 
Like there's been a couple of weeks when they had the interim coach and NC Nick's rule of going to the interim coach where they actually That's like true. for like two weeks, Georgia tech looked like a decent team. And you're like, Whoa, who did Georgia tech beat? That was really Duke. Good. And then someone yeah, yeah. Pitt Duke. and Pitt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Back to back weeks. And then Sims got hurt and and now it sounds like he's shelved for the whole year. So they're a dumpster fire completely now too. So yeah, I mean, Vandy would, if you, if you combine both divisions of the ACC, Vandy would be kind of middle of the pack. <laughs> Not, they would definitely be bowling. I it's think. never been this yeah. bad ever in the ACC. Yeah, I and, and and I know this is a football pod, but basketball might not be that much better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks I would, to Florida State and Louisville and uh, uh, and Syracuse, uh, Boston College as well. Oh, uh, Boston College, complete, and, yeah, definitely. And but but I mean, it seems like the whole Power Five, minus the Big Ten, maybe in Big East, is having some issues against the mid majors of college basketball. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We're there nightly, but this is a college football show, folks. That's right. And uh, I I just want to. Uh, did anyone get eyes on the Maxion game last night? Because Bowling Green Toledo, in my opinion, instant classic. That was an instant classic Maxion game. Did you get eyes? I on was already thing? on college basketball last night. Uh, I mean, Dude, that that uh, uh, Kentucky Michigan State game. I mean, that, that's what was focusing my attention too. I watched a little bit of Maxion last night, but really my focus was on that. But yeah. How about, how about Max? How about tonight? How about the game to the snow? That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, this, I, I didn't want to do the pot. I was telling stacking the money green outside. I was like, you know, normally I love to doing the pod, but tonight we have two snow games, especially the central Michigan game. I'm like, I really don't want to do the show. All right. <laughs> I want to watch the, I want to watch the fucking game. Now the, the beautiful thing about 2022 is we're going to be able to see this. I have it recorded so I can watch it later tonight. And, and I'll be honest. I watched the CFL on Sunday, both the CFL games. All the snow you can and, handle. Oh man, it was fantastic. Yeah, All that, I know is that Colby suffers for his fans. He suffers for the audience. He's suffering tonight. <laughs> That's what he brings you. Yes, yes, having yes. To, having to take two hours off the TVs <laughs> just <laughs> to drink beer and talk about college. Yeah, and I hope you know this is, this is my highlight of the week, guys. All right, <laughs> yeah. work or kids or the wife. And this is the, my highlight. Two Colby, this is the crime. Yeah, I missed the ECU <laughs> basketball game. They're they're down 15, but that's that's been the the story of both their wins this year. They've been down 15 and they come back and win. Come back, because so, ECU, you don't go to ECU with the weak heart. That's what I'm saying. You don't play at ECU with the weak heart. Let's get it out of the way early. <laughs> Crowbar that bad boy in there. <laughs> How about that cover by the Pirates against Cincinnati last week too? Woo! We didn't get the win. Which sucks, but we got the cover. Very nice. Uh, what's Scotty up, Scotty Leffler? Putting the bowling in Bowling Green. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. bowling. They are bowling. I was on them as a seventeen-point dog. Hope you listen to the motherfucking college experience. All right, Boom. let's go. That's the second or third time they've hit for me as a seventeen-point dog or eighteen-point dog this year. It didn't hurt that Dequan Finn, the quarterback of Toledo, was a late scratch. True, true. But uh, you know, Bowling Green was ready. They were, they were, they were playing for that bowl. All right. Here we go. We got news. We got it. We got to talk about things before we get into, into the slate. Charlotte, the Charlotte 49ers <laughs> might have a new favorite team and they're joining the AAC. <laughs> they are joining the AAC next year. They went out and they hire Biff Pogi. <laughs> Biff Pogi. If you haven't seen this guy, first off, Google. Uh, his name is Biff B I F F and then Pogi P O G G I. He is awesome. He's always wearing a bunch of cutoff shirts. And if you didn't know the history about this guy, 
He is a former hedge fund manager. Wow. Very Show, wealthy. Showing a lot of side who, side boob here. Who coached high school football? <laughs> who coached high school football in Baltimore for free? And he was really good at it. John Harbaugh knew him and then recommend, recommended him to Jim Harbaugh. And he's been the assistant head coach of Michigan. And we've seen one other hedge fund guy, Joe Moglia at coastal uh, Carolina, coastal Carolina start that, you know, really helped them with their transition to the FBS. And, and he had Jamie Chadwell underneath them. Man. Um, Something to it. Hey, Leach was a uh, lawyer, right? Yeah, Mike no. Leach, lawyer. You get Pepperdine Law. You know, geniuses that. Uh, hey, Herndon football, Nick. Catholic University's head coach, I believe, uh, said, "I'm." Uh, he was a he was a high priced lawyer. That went to our high school. Now he left college, went to the high school, and now he's kicking ass too. Oh. You, you get these, you get these high priced lawyers. Yeah, and you you have hedge coach fund football. hedge fund managers. Look, I'm thinking the NIL era. That might be a genius hiring. All right. There you go. The CE coach. Come on. CEO the coach. Clits, the clips getting still has to have some corporate yeah. connections, right? Yeah. Let's go. I might have a new. I mean, the only bad thing is they're going to play ECU every. That's their rival now. I have to go against the hedge fund manager. <laughs> Better watch uh, out, ECU. We, we need to watch out. What other news do we got? West Virginia fired their athletic director, uh, Shane Lyons, who was a renowned athletic director. Um, interesting. And apparently, I think it might have been over Neil Brown. Might have mm, been, might have been over Neil Brown. To Neil Brown, mm. yeah, saying uh, you know the, the whole state's out on Neil Brown, and he was backing him, and uh, now he's unemployed. Now Thanks. the question is, is where does West Virginia go? There's no more Biff Pogey out there, <laughs> which I think is a perfect fit at West Virginia. Personally, uh, <laughs> it would have been. I mean. The rich rod hype can that can that fr- you know turn uh, into how fruition? How's Jacksonville State doing this year? I feel like they started fast, but I don't know if they've. Uh, They're still playing pretty first good. First year though, I don't think. I mean, yeah, bring him back. Do do whatever you can do to bring him back. What about Urban Meyer? <laughs> that would be great. You're right on the cusp of Ohio. Yeah, right, right. In Pennsylvania. That's true. That's Come true. on, it's a perfect fit. And they would. They would completely it's forgive a his perfect fit. If yeah. one university wouldn't give a shit, it would probably be WVU. Yeah, I mean, look, we thought it'd be Louisville. Thought but, it might be Auburn, but yeah, since Auburn's not doing it, Louisville is winning games. So they, it seems like Satterfield's got nine lives. What about I, your boy uh, Moneyline Mac? You didn't have any inside Iggy on this? I don't know. I got to talk to him. Maybe have him send Urban Meyer a Christmas card. All right. <laughs> Saw that lawsuit got dismissed where the the kicker was trying to to sue him. Oh, uh, Urban! <laughs> fucking little bitch kicker. <laughs> he kicked me in warmups. I'm suing Urban Meyer. <laughs> what a bitch! Total bitch. Oh man. Uh, all right, let's let's hop on. Oh no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, I got a couple other news here. UT Rio Grande starting their football program, and there we go. C- coming in with a bang. Their plan is to have the they financially put up the most or, or among the most of all the FCS schools. In the land with a with a blueprint of getting to the FBS, UT Rio Grande coming in. Why cannot why, why can we not get this? I saw I, I tweeted this out from the College Football Experience that you know the New York City is getting a soccer stadium in Queens for the MLS team. Saw that spending like a trillion dollars. You know St. John's re- resides in Queens. A lot of problems before was. The, the, the infrastructure yeah. wasn't there. Well, now the now 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 you got that. Bring the football program back, Red Storm. It's true. Just share the stadium in New York City. Come on, 
Would be Come on. Like, go back to UTRG, the Vaqueros. I mean, that's a, how, that's a great <laughs> name. Great mascot. Dude, I can't wait for them to really come on the scene. Come on, George Mason, get your football team together. Seriously. Yes. Jeez. I want to see where this is way down south. Think Rio Grande is right on the border. That's insane. We have like a, this is Mexico. Yeah, you're playing in Mexico. This, this is fantastic. Got to be maybe <laughs> the southernmost football team in the country, except for Miami. Except for Miami. Okay. So, hello. A little of that southern swag. That's a new rivalry, maybe. Yeah. All right. UTRG what, Miami. What about Hawaii. Where is that on the? Yeah, that's oh, actually that's yeah. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matty C's not he's not a ge uh, geography major there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, they're a little latitude. lower. I think we want longitude, right? No, no latitude. Let's that's not. Right. Try Isn't latitude a D two football school? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, look, um, I want to talk touch base on this. Cal this weekend. Cal plays Stanford. Cal is Cal. No, 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 no. I know, I know you don't care, but. You will care about this. They're uh, unveiling a, a statue of Kevin Moen from the play from 1982 of him smashing the. He's going to have a statue, and there's a band instrument on the ground of the statue. Cal Berkeley, we questioned some of your antics going on during COVID, but God damn it, this is genius. That's All right. That's uh, great. <laughs> this is genius. Now, let me ask you this How long to the fans at Berkeley become offended by that statue? <laughs> <laughs> and, and have it torn down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unnecessary know. violence. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Kevin Moan probably, he probably, I don't know. He fucking, he probably voted for Bush and they're going to burn <laughs> down that fucking thing. That's right. Yeah. Um, Ban the footage. <laughs> the, the, the rumor is, is that he made too many girls moan after that touchdown. Hello. <laughs> hey, in Berkeley, I, I could see it. I could see it. All right. Um, Wanted to touch base on uh, we we uh, on a neg. I mean, this is a shitty shitty note here. Is that we have the UVA Coastal Carolina game canceled obviously this weekend because UVA obviously three players were were killed and a fourth is I think still fighting for his life. Um, we don't have that game. I know Patty C's got the UVA hat on. There we go. Um, just I, there's no positive spin you can turn this thing into. Just say, you know. Wishing the best for for Charlottesville, Charlottesville, and 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 I I didn't think I'd be saying that a while ago, but obviously, <laughs> obviously, talking about a town I mean, that needs some good uh, them and Moscow, Idaho. They had a they had a crazy thing too up in Moscow. So recently, yeah, the oh, same man. the same night. Wow, the same night. Like um, no athletes were involved, but it doesn't matter. People were yeah. involved, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, just terrible. I mean, uh, so unfortunately, we won't get that, I mean, and we don't get those players, and just some fucking maniac. It's trite to even mention the football team in, in the same sentence as that, but you talk about what's already been a rough year for Tony Elliott, and then you throw in that right at the end. It's just like Colby. They might not even play Virginia Tech next week. I read that. Yeah, the game. The, yeah, you're right. Coastal's already canceled. And then, if man, if that ends this season, how many consecutive seasons will be uh, impacted by something or other? Some some disaster. True. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is just fucking terrible, but. Um, anyway, I mean, we got to move on from that. We got to talk games. Um, and let's, let's just get into it. Um, Thursday. Well, actually let me play some music. Let's get, let's get, let's get excited. All right. Yeah. Come on. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. I mean, uh, here we go. There we go. There we go. Whoa. Remix. We, you know, and this is one where I should, we should make this our theme for this week. 
Imagine a college football playoff big enough where that all 10 conferences had bids, automatic bids on the line. If so, I'll tell you this, Patty C, you know, and, and NC Nick that were watching the college basketball game. I was too. I was just, I had the benefit of being here at SGPN studios with God's eye. So, so we could put multiple games on Um, then, then last night's game uh, with Ohio and ball state, absolutely huge changes. Everything changes. Everything. Same with this Thursday game, SMU at Tulane. If the, if imagine if there was an auto bid on the line because Tulane losing to UCF last week, they can't afford to lose this game. Meanwhile, SMU is still alive to get there too to the AAC championship. It's already a good football game, but imagine those stakes. People saying the season would not would be would become uh, less valuable. Fuck you. This is a perfect example of the season becoming more valuable. Yeah, I mean teams alive for the playoff at the end of the year. Let's be honest. That's a pretty simple way to identify how many games are interesting uh, at the end of the year. And right now we have a, a total of about seven teams that could possibly make the playoff. Dude, they'll probably get like three million people watching this game, right? Well, especially in a week like we have this week, where there's games such as Austin P at Alabama, East Tennessee State at Mississippi State, UMass at Texas A and M. Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't throw the JFK Bowl in that same mix. North right. Alabama at Memphis. Uh, what, what else? What else is there on this slate? What other I mean, shitty ass SEC F- game? Florida at Vanderbilt. Florida at well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Watch Vanderbilt win that one. But the regular season means more, and that's why with the two weeks left, and we get Austin P at Alabama. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would say uh, Utah Tech at BYU. Shit like that. It's I have, like, I have officially. I hate to say it. I mentioned it on Twitter. I've already kind of making the shift right now to college basketball as far as where the bulk of my interest is. Of course, I'm going to be interested in the few games that do have an impact on the remaining of the schedule, but a lot of the games just have less meaning. And of course I love football for what it is, but and and college basketball, the first eight days were absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. So yeah, going back to Thursday, this game is huge because right now we have a three way tie on top of the American and it certainly seems like uh, UCF is in the driver's seat with Navy and South Florida to go. Now, also Tulane and Cincy played the final week of the season, so, so they just have to win this week, and then there's your other team in the American Championship game. And that's why I think Tulane is going to bounce back from the UCF loss. I think they're going to smack SMU. I'm going to lay the three points, and I'm going to start things off with a lock. Who's with? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I was not prepared for this. Let me come cue on. The, who's with it? me? Lock it up. NC Nick locking up the green wave at home. Uh, SMU's the second of back-to-back road games. It's got too late written all over, guys. SMU's not that. Great. It's easy to see a tide turn. Should we join him on this? I got burned on those weeks. I don't know, but I've been kicking ass on the action. Three and a half. I mean, we got uh, SMU winners of four of the last five, with their only loss being a two-point loss against Cincinnati. Granted, they dressed that one up a little bit, but they've been putting up. But you know what? Tulane's pass defense is really good. They got sliced and diced by Rice Plumley and R.J. Harvey. Uh, I, all right, I'm on board. Let's go. All right. Give me the green wave minus three and a half. Three and a half does seem very doable. But just based on the fact that 
Uh, they have put up 40 or more points four of the last five games, including that 77 pointer against <laughs> Houston. True. Makes me a little nervous. True. I don't see uh, SMU's offense as necessarily super explosive. So, or well, uh, not uh, SMU, uh, Tulane's two offense. Yeah. So, if they can get any points, it, it could be a closer game. Well, Friday, South Florida heads into Tulsa in a completely useless fucking game. Both teams aren't going bowling. No one's going to show up to this fucking thing. There's no, it's Florida to Oklahoma, which I guess will be the normal blueprint of the SEC <laughs> in a little bit. But uh, uh, Tulsa's laying 13 and a half. South Florida's on the interim head coach. South Florida is coming off a true ass whooping by 18. We had 17 and a half in, in South Florida last week. They lose by 18. Um, mm, mm, mm. I think it might be cold. Give me, give me Tulsa. Oh, dude, high of thirty six, low of twenty six. Oh. Friday night, yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa minus the points. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> the boys in Tampa Let's not going to be ready for that. Let's go right there. All right. Also, with you guys. a perfect spot to test my theory. So USF fires their head coach. They didn't get up for a whole game. They got it for a half. They were tied going into the half with SMU. So they played one half of good football. <laughs> And then they kind of fell apart. SF fell apart. SMU scored 24 straight, one by 18, like you mentioned. They have this team has no desire to travel to Tulsa. Yeah. And especially in the cold. Davis Brin is back. I'm gonna lay the points. Yeah. And I should add in on Thursday night, we do have an FCS game as uh Southeast Louisiana heads to Nickel State. So we do have two football games on Thursday besides Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Uh how do you see what are you doing here in the South Florida Tulsa game? I'm gonna ride with you guys to Nick's point. I think uh, getting up for a half and nearly covering is the equivalent of you know rallying and 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 being galvanized for the next game after the coach firing. Um, so you know to their credit, they they performed pretty well in in the first game out. I think Nick's right. I think you know after that the wheels come off, the hype goes away, and Tulsa dominates. Well, Friday night, San Diego State who. Was down fourteen nothing. I know you were at the you were in the Bay Area, but um, S- San Jose State went up fourteen nothing in the first quarter, and then San Diego State stormed back and whooped their ass the rest of the game. Still and, alive. And you're very much alive. And once again, this is one. I'll go back to the games that would mean something. This game doesn't really mean much now. If you have an automatic bid on the line, this is a gigantic game because San Diego State is one game behind Fresno State. Once again, the season becomes more valuable, more fucking valuable. New Mexico is getting 14 and a half points. This game is going to be in the cold. Uh, as I saw kickoff time I was looking at around 40 degrees. Um, I will take the points in New Mexico, although I ate shit. I took the points in New Mexico against air force last week. I, I, fe- I felt like for three quarters, I was looking good. No fourth quarter air force, put it on them. Uh, I'm taking the points though with New Mexico. What are you doing here, Nick? I disagree. I think the 14 and a half is baiting you to take New Mexico and the points. We thought New Mexico was going to be close against Air Force. Nope, it was 35 to three. Meanwhile, the Aztecs just exploded for 43 points on San Jose State, and I, they found the quarterback. That's the main thing. Mississippi State transfer Jalen Maiden now has three straight games over 200 yards and eight touchdowns in that stretch, which I know that doesn't sound that great for throwing for over 200 San Diego States, like throwing for 6,000 yards in a game. (laughs) My 
point exactly. For a San Diego State, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want to go ahead and, uh, and 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 lay the points here. I think they roll again. Patty C, what are you doing here? Oh, 14 and a half is a lot, but New Mexico State has been shit in the bed. I don't think their home field advantage is going to be that big of an advantage, uh, big of an advantage. Um, but on the road, does that hook uh, hook daunt you a little bit? It does to me. Rocky Long, that's another angle, Nick, that you're sleeping on those. Rocky Long against his old, you know, the, the guy that he basically groomed on the defensive side of the ball at San Diego State. Last week, you told me Rocky Long always plays the, the uh, triple option good. He, hey, for three quarters, we were covering that. It was looking good. It was looking good. <laughs> Uh, 14 and a half San Diego state has been playing better, but I feel like the home field advantage and the letdown spot for San Diego state getting that done last week. will have uh, new Mexico covering. I might regret that though. Just a classic situation. there a blocked kick in the Maction Western Michigan, central Michigan game. All right, let's hop on over to Saturday. I, I want to start off by talking about this too. Saturday is a big day for the big 10 West. Oh, huge. Do you know this? Uh, this is unbelievable nugget. Every single team in the Big Ten West, believe it or not, does not control their own destiny on playing in the Big Ten Championship. I repeat, every single team in the Big Ten West does not control their own destiny on playing in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> when you have a four-way tie and then one team <laughs> one game behind. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, that's still incredible. That's incredible right there. So if Illinois wins out, they need help. So if Iowa wins out, they need help. If Purdue wins out, they need help. If Wisconsin wins out, they need help. If Minnesota win, wins out, they need help. Oh now, man. The, the funny thing here, and, and I don't want to jinx it because I went out on a major limb in the preseason saying that the big 10 West was going to send Purdue to the championship. <laughs> now they have Northwestern at home and at Indiana left by but, far but, the but, easiest schedule. No, but here's your problem, man. I, and I know you took Purdue and I took Minnesota, but first off, Kirk Ferentz has never lost to row in the fucking boat. You don't row the boat against Iowa. All right. He fucking sinks. <laughs> Can't that row a boat in a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Iowa has the tiebreaker on Purdue. So if Iowa just wins out and Illinois loses to Michigan, which I think will happen, they're 18 point dogs, right? Iowa goes to the big 10 championship. But so Iowa has two games left. Nebraska have- is the second one in, That's right. in Iowa in Iowa city. So to me, and, but honestly, like, I mean that obviously that's a, a a huge hurdle in of itself, but I I could see Purdue losing one of these games. <laughs> I could too. I, I, I none of these are safe. I mean, none of these are safe. No, like for sure, yeah. for sure that <laughs> this conference is amazing and all that shit that everyone talked to Kurt Ferentz. By the way, I hope it is Iowa. I hope it's Iowa. Even though I know I actually hope it's Purdue because I think Purdue, if it's Ohio State, Purdue has a better. Actually, if it's Ohio State or Michigan, I think Purdue has a better chance of winning. Doesn't matter because it's at that filthy dome that the big uh, the Big Ten better, claims to be the Big a Ten. A better chance yeah. doesn't make make it a good chance. No team from the Big Ten West is going to come within two touchdowns. I I think State Purdue State. could. I think Purdue could. Yeah, I disagree yeah. with the Purdue's uh, offense can can go. No, who who do you think they would that with Ohio State they would be able to keep? Up I think with, with both. With both. With both. With, they could. Within yeah. within ten. 
Yeah, I think I think that I think you could have a situation where Purdue. Could You're telling me right now, Ohio State Purdue Big Ten championship game. Ohio State's laying thirteen. You're taking the points. I think so. I disagree. Mm, I would have to dis- disagree with that too. But it's in Indian- Indianapolis. Too. Colby's been right about oh, who cares? Uh, Purdue. You know how many uh, Ohio State before that stadium. I just feel like that Purdue is the one team that will get better by the game being in the dome. Their their speed will get faster. That's true. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean like where, where the rest of the Big Ten West, no. Uh, if anything, while that like, is true, that doesn't mean it's going to make it a close game. <laughs> oh, and I feel like Purdue can have success against I mean, listen, them. What makes you think Ohio State? Lo- I mean, Purdue I guess was probably State, doing Michigan, better against yeah. Penn State through three quarters than Ohio State was. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's like Ohio State and Michigan have literally had a guest pass to the fucking playoff because the Big Ten. Uh, who didn't thought the Big Ten East would be this shitty? Yeah. It's true. When you think about Ohio State's tough game so far, if we, if we now characterize Notre Dame as a tough game, no, not game one of their fucking brand new coach, even, brand new even quarterback, with, and, yeah. and Notre Dame clearly wasn't the team that spread was like twenty points that they yeah. are now. But Notre Dame still had that game within a uh, 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 one score till pretty late, right? And then Penn State was up on uh, Ohio State late in the game as well, um, and Ohio State obviously turned on the Jets right there at the end of the game, but. Um, Ohio State hasn't played anyone else that's any good. Penn State would be the only other one. No, that's what I said. Penn oh, State yeah, and Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, they did destroy then, Iowa. That, though. I mean, I agree, but that's Iowa on the road. They get destroyed all the time when they go on the road. Um, I just don't understand the thing of like, and I know it, I, we don't like to get uh, the CFP bothers the shit out of me because they're like, you know, talking about uh, even Reese Davis was talking about this. Well, TCU can't afford a loss. And it's like, wait a second. You're saying Michigan with that out of conference schedule, the best conference in football this year is the big 12. It is the big 12 without yeah. a doubt. I think without a doubt, I don't think anyone's fucking close to it this year. No, ESPN is very much like guilty of, of, of being biased. And and then they, they said the same thing for USC, the like USC has no quality wins. And I'm like, I know that schedule is not great. But I'm like, wait a second. Where, where's the quality win for Michigan? What is the quality win? A home win against Penn State? At this point, I think because I think a win. A, it's best if, one. I think a win in Corvallis, who's also ranked, right, is better than a win at home against Penn State. Michigan won at Iowa. Yeah, that's looking better. That's looking about better. The, yeah. About the same as a win in Corvallis. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I, I think Oregon State's. I mean, I was not ranked, but Oregon State is. In, Oregon in State's the a way better ranked. team this year than yeah. Iowa is. I'm just saying it doesn't. And, and the way that, how about this? Uh, you know, if Michigan was to lose a first off uh, USC plays 11 power fives, Michigan played nine this year, zero out of conference. And then the fact that uh, USC lost their one loss is by the, in a game, they were up most of the game on a, they went for two because Utah knew they couldn't stop their offense. So Utah, Utah's like, we got to go for two right now for the win. I, I just, I mean, and I hate USC. You know this. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. Oh, yeah. USC what the fuck is, is, going on. is you know, like, this close to being undefeated right now. And exactly. I, I don't think USC it's a way is harder schedule than Michigan. Yeah. But yeah. Michigan exactly. Hasn't really played anyone. A Penn state at home is their only decent matchup, you know? And like you said, a, a pretty mediocre Iowa team this year on the road is a little bit tougher, but it's not a hard ass game. It's not a championship a playoff qualifying win by any stretch, you know, they played no one sure if it really is what we're talking about, but I agree with Josh beard undefeated in any FBS schedule should get in. I totally agree. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Well, if we, uh, if we put that 
up against all the times that it's happened before, and <laughs> yeah. it, and 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 they haven't gone to the so, playoff. And really, just I mean, hold the power no, five. No, no, no. But they're saying the same measures. They're, they're saying if USC loses a game or if TCU loses a game, they would be penalized. But yet Ohio State or Michigan would not, or well, or or Tennessee or or I mean a Georgia. I would actually kind of understand if it was in the SEC championship, still putting them in. Cause it's an extra what? game that other teams aren't playing well, yeah. guys. We're, we're going to a route here where we could see two teams in the college football playoffs, two one loss teams that did not win their division. That would be what if, presumably if we're Michigan, big 10 East against sec East. We're talking Tennessee, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio state. That could be the final four. What a snooze. Yeah. Especially if you have a one uh, loss I'm champion, I'm out on that shit. Man. If you have a one like, loss champion in USC, they're going and guess the what? Pac 12 has the most ranked teams right now. I mean, look, I think the Big 12 is the best conference, but the Pac 12 has what, six ranked teams right now? Yeah. Well, so I think a Pac 12, a one loss Pac 12 team does get in, but will there be a one loss Pac 12 team? Well, if they don't, then they won't deserve a spot, even if they do have well, a little bit. It depends how everything else shakes out. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. What if, they, yeah. what if they lose in the Pac 12 championship game? Basically, meaning they had to play an extra game that Tennessee or the loser oh. of Michigan, Ohio State does. Yeah, no, that, it's like the Penn State angle when when exactly. Penn State won the Big Ten. They deserve and they, and the they winner. Brought, and they took yeah. Ohio State instead. Yeah, by playing that extra game, it's like that bullshit year they put Bama in, when when Bama didn't win the the SEC West. Remember yeah. that? Right. And it's right. like they benefited from losing. They benefited from Dude. losing because if they would have lost the SEC championship, they wouldn't We're have made the CFP. That. We're gonna see that at least once this year. Outside chance of twice, dude. I'll say this: it's ridiculous. The fact that the Big Twelve is being and TCU in particular is being slept on this hard. They should be an absolute shoe in with a, a one loss. Uh, dude, the, Big Twelve. The worst schedule. Big Twelve team is like f- better than the, the four or five worst teams in every other Power Five. Yeah, it, I mean, you saw it this past week. Texas Tech beats Kansas. The, two weeks ago, we thought, oh. Uh, Iowa State's the worst team. Then Iowa State wins. Then we thought it's either Texas Tech or West Virginia. Well, West Virginia just beats Oklahoma. Uh, Texas Tech beats Kansas. So it's like, if those are your worst teams, they are. I would lay like three touchdowns against the worst teams in other conferences. Yeah, the Big Twelve, uh, and and also Weehawk brings up a good point. So we could potentially have a one-loss ACC champion too. Yeah, and and they give the ACC value. They still have NC State ranked. Oh my God. I'm going to go fucking crazy. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Let's go back to picking games here. I yeah. think we were on the early yes. 11 a.m. Yes. Eastern time. Actually, game, right? yeah, yeah. We get the early game an hour earlier than, uh, you know, Navy at UCF. Dangerous, dangerous. Big win against uh, Tulane. You come back home, get a triple option team who covered against Notre Dame. Oh, shit. They, one of the worst onside kicks I've ever seen, or they would have been within a chance to, to beat Notre Dame. Um, Navy's getting 16 and a half and I am all over the 16 and a half here. What are you doing here, Nick? I was thinking about locking. I was thinking about locking too. You know, I mean, we got UCF coming off that big win and they get Navy at 11 AM. That, yeah. that screams take the points. And you know who they, you, you know, you know, they lost the Navy last year. Yeah. 34, 30. Who's what? Come on. You want to go? Let's go. Let's, Let's fucking roll. go. Give me the midshipman, baby. Let's go. 16 and a half. Too many points, man. Now, what, what, now I got to pull back on Navy. Navy's recent. Uh, they almost beat Notre Dame. If they would have got the onside that's kick. That's true. They, they did cover a lot of ground late, but I do think Notre Dame is a far more physical team. Uh, certainly probably a less explosive team. 
Navy played at Cincinnati close. Sorry to cut you off. That's Patty. true. Yeah, that's true. They beat ECU. Best that's played, true. Best team in America. SMU very close. All right. Yeah. 16 All right. points. You joining? Too I'm joining? Yeah. Yeah. Throw oh, me yeah. Let's go with the midshipmen. Let's go. The fact and cheers that, to you, yeah. John Worm, in the chat. What's up, man? Yeah, and, and look, don't get me started on the ACC. And uh, you want to know about the the bias? Look no further than the ACC in football this year. You want to know about the East Coast bias? <laughs> look no further. What as far as uh, NC State still being ranked, or <laughs> dude, they're giving a lot of. They're doing that to prop up North or Carolina. Notre Dame's spot. They're doing that to prop up the other to to prop up Clemson. To prop up North Carolina, sure, they want that, but there's no way that NC State finishes in the top 25, probably. But they just uh, lost to Boston College, man. Yeah, <laughs> say no more. That they don't belong in there. This is shades of uh, Indiana, yeah, Ohio it's State. It's the same fucking the shit, man. Season. You got to. I'm seeing through the matrix, man. I'm seeing the numbers drop down. <laughs> uh, Austin P. The governors are catching 52 and a half in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> you got a line? It just it just means more. It just means more when you're playing the fucking governors. This should be illegal. You should not be able to play an FCS in November. Should be illegal. Agreed. If this is such a tournament, this is such a thing. This is ridiculous. It it just means more. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Saban gives the fan shit for not showing up. Who right. the fuck wants to see this? A Fifty-two and a <laughs> half. You said. Yeah. A Fifty-two and a half point spread. Saban's like, oh, you're not you're not coming out of this game. <laughs> Austin P is like one of the most losingest teams in 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 the in all of FCS in the two thousands. They are seven and three yeah. this year. They've yeah. turned a corner. They have. They, they're playing well, decent defense in the money FCS line. <laughs> this uh, is uh, maybe points. if it was at Austin P, right? Yeah, maybe if they had the courage to go to go into uh, wherever the fuck Austin P is, somewhere in Tennessee, right? Um, what are you doing here? Where, where, where's the GBO Farms? GBO Farms, tell us where Austin P is located, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll go Bama to cover this. Although, I mean, there's just no, uh, nothing, you know, stop Alabama's offense has gotten off. If they can score 49 on Tennessee, which, you know, Tennessee doesn't have a great defense, but the governors in Birmingham, they love the governors. Bama Sweet had a, a great win last week <laughs> against Ole Miss where I thought it was a good win. Nick Saban made good halftime adjustments, but they still don't look very they don't, but I still think can, they'll can, blow the but, doors off. Oh, I agree. I yeah. agree. But I'm saying, can we talk about that for a second? I know, you know, we're running, we're running along already, but I, I find that I, John Rothstein tweeted out a, a college basketball thing about th- there's never been this many upsets eight days into college basketball. I'm talking 27 point dogs, 28 point dogs. And he's talking about the transfer portal and the impact that it has on, on the game. Well, when you look at Alabama and, and the, the teams that they, you know, Quinn Ewers, if he plays the rest of that game. Well, first off, even if he doesn't play the game, I thought the refs gave that game away to Alabama, but uh, I think everyone was saying they would have lost that game with Quinn Ewers in the second half. I mean, he was exposed. It was that close. They needed a miracle from a Quinn Ewers Heisman. And this is just the quarterback position, Ohio state transfer, right? You look at their other loss to Tennessee, Hendon hooker, Virginia tech transfer, LSU, Jaden Daniels. That's true. Uh, Otherwise talented teams that can now go out and get that Ole, missing. Even piece. Ole Miss. I mean, it, you know, what's crazy is they've had five games come down to the final play of the game. They could have five losses right now. They're th- I think three and two in those, in those five games come down to the final play of the game. But if that's miles Brennan, LSU is not winning that game. 
You know what I mean? If that's whoever, if that's Harrison Bailey or JT Shrout instead of a uh, Hendon Hooker, Tennessee's not winning that game. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. And, and, and we saw what yeah. happened with uh, Joe Milton when they had the sub minute at the end of what the uh, Ole Miss game was it last year. Yeah. And Hendon Hooker had been well, even going he's off. a transfer though, so it wouldn't be him. That's true. It'd be further down. But be, you got yeah, multiple yeah. transfers to like you know even work out the case, you know, and and choose the best quarterback of the bunch. And so um, all that to say, yeah, I do think that that makes a huge impact. Do I think maybe Nick Saban isn't the same? Uh, we'll find out if Nick Saban follows it with two clunkers in a row, but he's already on his worst season that he's had in like 10, I mean, 12 they, years. They were a play away from losing to Texas A&M. That's true, man. They almost <laughs> were five losses right now. Halfway through uh, the season. I still think he deserves a 10 and two season as, as a, as a down year. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, I mean, he did a great job game. last week this too. Game, yeah. The game sucks, but I guess give me the points. There you go. And by the way, our own Ryan McIntyre, subscribe to the college basketball experience and the NFL gambling podcast. He was Austin P. No, no, no. He didn't go there. He he coached there. Or he was oh. he was part of the staff there. Yeah. Ah, ah. Yeah. So he went to Dub V. He went to Dub okay. V. Eat shit pit, he'll tell me. <laughs> uh next up, UConn. Can we can we just talk about me calling a fourteen and a half point dog? UConn on the money line against Liberty? You gave me shit about that one? Uh, I did give you a little bit of shit out. <laughs> I said that that that's that's aggressive, you know. But no, they they pulled it out and they they were comfortably in the lead for most of that. Liberty closed the gap and then I feel like UConn turned it on late, right? He's winning a seventh game. He's a ten point dog plus three twenty on the money line. Let's fucking go! Another ten point dog. Another, another double, digit. double digit dog. Lock it you. up. I'm lock, on there with you. Why lock not? it up. Triple lock. UConn, let me see here. I'm not in this just a ride coattail. Ten points. Army shouldn't be favored over ten. There's like six possessions in this game. You're laying double They're digits. Hitting ten points. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll One of the it. things here. I mean, coaching matters. So oh, triple lock. Triple lock. Triple lock. Why are they even? Why are they even the dog here? <laughs> coaching matters. Nick, continue. I didn't mean to cut uh, you off. So y- UConn's run defense this year is 73rd in the country. Not not great. You know, that not crushing it. Last year they were 112th. They made a huge jump by about 40 spots with basically the exact same roster. Yeah, I mean they sure they brought in some transfers and whatnot, but to make that big of a jump in rush defense alone, that's just one little stat. Yeah. I imagine if you go throughout all the stats, you, you'll see you know similar jumps in production like this. So uh, yeah, I mean come on, Army is not that great this year. Army won 52-21 last year, but. Last year's UConn team was a totally different squad. Yeah, they should not be laying this many points. I don't know if I'm going to bet a money line. I mean, I, I, I certainly think it's in play, but I'm definitely going to take the ten or the ten and a half or whatever it's at now. Yeah, shout out to John Worm says he played at Eastern Illinois, and I can I can vouch that Austin P has been a doormat. Yeah, they have. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, and Big GBO, Worm, yeah, GBO Farms saying no one cares when Oklahoma gets a Heisman quarterback transfer. I'm not even making that case. I don't care. I'm I'm all for the transfer, but whatever, right? But my point is, is that, and that's just the quarterback position. We haven't even looked at the other positions on the field. I know Ole Miss's whole team was a transfer, you know, came from the portal. My point is that it's harder for Nick Saban to dominate with other teams being able to go out there and grab whoever they want. That was all. That was all I was saying. That's it, good for the sport of college football. In my opinion, parody makes the sport better. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people want to see dominance, but I think we've seen quite enough dominance at this point. You know, if you have people it, screaming that we shouldn't expand the playoffs, want to see dominance. Yeah. Yeah. They want to. Yeah. Which is just, 
You want to see the SEC win? Yeah. Uh, no, they're th- like, we want the seven teams that were cheating. Or no, there's probably like fourteen. We want the fourteen teams that are cheating to yeah. play each other, to have all the talent, yeah, <laughs> and to have every advantage possible. But, uh, but now, now everyone, everyone can cheat because it's legal. What were you gonna say, buddy? Stores actually uh, geographically north of West Point, only two and a half hours away. Not a long trip. Probably not gonna be intimidated by the cold. That does also play in their favor. So I think what we would say thirteen, no ten, ten. That's way too many points, even even that. So I'm gonna go Huskies as well. Wisconsin's laying eleven and a half at Nebraska in the interim coach bowl. And see, Nick's excited to watch this one. He told me about this one. <laughs> right. Wisconsin, I guess, theoretically still alive, but I think they have the odds on hardest chance to win the Big Ten West, right? Well, they're they're one game down. Yeah. Oh yes, by far. Uh I am still going to lay the eleven and a half because Mickey Joseph's out the door. Jim Leonard's still coaching for his job. He better win by more than eleven and a half. I will take the Badgers. Patty, see what are you doing here? <sighs> Just kind of depends on how good you think uh Wisconsin really is. Compared to a uh, 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 and, and then how good you think Nebraska is? Wisconsin recently lost by no Nebraska, sorry, lost by seven to uh, Minnesota, lost by seventeen to Illinois. I would think Wisconsin and Illinois are pretty similar in terms of quality at this point in the season. Um, so I would think that that would be a tough uh, accomplishment for Nebraska. So I'm actually going to lean Wisconsin here to cover this. That's what I said. Okay. Um, NC Sorry, Nick. I thought you said NC you took Nebraska. Nick, who are you taking here? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it sounds like Casey Thompson, quarterback for Nebraska, is going is going to be back. He practiced yesterday, but I don't, I don't know if it matters, man. Give me, give me Wisconsin. They still have something, to, something to play for. Nebraska certainly does not go Badgers. Florida heads into Nashville, where it's going to be forty-two degrees at kickoff, and they talked about, they talked about Florida. You know, they asked Billy Napier about playing in cold weather. That's what's hilarious. They think that's Dude, cold. Forty-two weather. is not bad, though. <laughs> Come on, it's gonna be sunny and forty-two. That's why I cannot wait. That's another thing that is in the hand of the South of college football. When you give more parity and you play, like I cannot fucking wait until they have to go to Salt Lake City in December or Iowa City or wherever, or Columbus, Ohio, and have to play a fucking game, and and because they were the the higher seed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the the five versus twelve situation in the playoff, you're typically going to probably see a lot of the SEC teams on the lower end of that, just because uh, the conference champ is going to be in the top four. So then the remaining conference champs would probably fill out the rest of the top eight, and so you'll have some nine through twelve SEC teams going on the road, maybe up north, taking a bunch of losses. Same as like the beginning of the season when you have to go to like an SEC or a Big Twelve school, and it's like 140 degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, you have to go down to Florida where the humidity August twenty like, ninth. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, Utah did the same exact thing in week one against uh, Florida and lost. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. a game in hindsight they had no business losing. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'm taking I'm taking the Commodores. I think they're gonna cover this. I think they got something going. Let's go. Let's go, Vandy. Tough home mm. environment. <laughs> Florida. Maybe. <laughs> First bank stadium, terrible name. Now this was forty two nothing last year, <laughs> and that might have been with an interim coach. <laughs> uh, no, it, it was October 9th. So okay, okay. I think he was still there. That was that was right before their three game uh, losing streak last year. I'm with you. I'm I'm gonna take the points here, but I certainly don't feel too comfortable. I even see a fourteen and a half out there too. 
So, uh, you guys are both idiots. Um, <laughs> I'm locking up Florida here. Oh, oh man, we go. Patty C. A little recency bias. This is one where talent just shows its face again. Uh, we've seen Vanderbilt against some tougher competition. Now, obviously, Ole Miss better than Florida this year, but that was a Kentucky beat Florida. Vanderbilt just beat Kentucky. That was also in the snow in Lexington. Fantastic. Um, okay, they lost by twenty against Wake Forest. Wake Forest probably a little better than Florida this year. Uh, definitely a little better than Florida. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Look, you know, to, to Patty's point, Florida just won two straight games by more than fourteen against A and M and SC. True, but A and M. I mean, Vanderbilt A&M two weeks is ago, a complete dumpster fight. Two weeks ago, Van, uh, Vanderbilt lost to South Carolina by 11. Last week, Florida beat South Carolina by 32. Okay. You're talking about 14 fucking points. Get out of here. This is Vanderbilt. I'm locking up Florida. <sighs> He's going to lose. I can see it. I can He's see gonna it. He's going to lose. Indiana heads into oh. Michigan State. Another game. NC Nick was telling me he's very excited to watch. Oh my goodness! What hey, a shit. Michigan game. State can still make a bowl. All right. Tom Allen's coaching for his life. I think he's he might be uh, canned after the year here. Michigan State's laying ten and a half. I'm going to lay the ten and a half because Michigan State has motivation. Patty C, what are you doing here? Mel Tucker mojo, baby. Uh, at home, especially easy. Easy peasy. I think they have Michigan State is has it, to win this. Is because it that easy? We laid the uh, a similar spread last week. Michigan State at home against Rutgers, and and they couldn't cover. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I mean, which, which which brand of football is Michigan State better equipped to handle the ground and pound of Rutgers or the air it out of uh, well, Indiana? I, last year, when when Min, uh, when Midnight Mel Tucker was having his great season, they only beat Indiana by five. Hmm. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Maybe I mean, it's not that easy. <laughs> other than Max schools, Michigan State's biggest win on the season: Wisconsin in overtime. Now eight points over Illinois. Oh, oh! I thought you meant like best team. Well, Wisconsin's five hundred too, right? I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna lay the points again. So I, I certainly don't like it. Uh, you know, again, but Indiana is zero four ATS on the road this year. Second worst in the country, only behind Colby's Colorado Buffaloes, is who's who's zero five. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Uh, They're all seven straight games. <laughs> I'm gonna go Michigan State just because I don't feel you can you can pick Indiana right now. But I you know still laying like double digits with uh, Sparty. Always questionable, dude. Second end of a back to back where they played Ohio State and got gut punched, and now they have to go into East Lansing. No. No. Yep. I'm on Sparty. All right. Next yeah. up. We have the JFK Bowl. <laughs> it's been 57 years, I think. Or That's right. Is that 57 Put years? Put the top on your years? convertible, folks. It's been 59 <laughs> years. All right. There was a second quarterback on the grassy knoll. All right. And his name. Uh, well, I think both quarterbacks might be injured in this matchup. Something to watch. Uh, UMass is getting 34 fucking points. <laughs> oh man, what this game is here? hilarious. Talking into something. I don't fucking. Know. I mean, Texas give me the points. When's the last time A&M scored? What's what's their, okay? A&M had 10 last last week, 24 the week before, 28 the week before. Yeah, 20, but it's UMass. <laughs> 
be honest. When was the they last time? They only scored time? 31 on, on Sam Houston State. When was the last time you watched a snap of Texas A&M? I was football? at a game there two weeks ago. That's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. How uh, blackout drunk were you? Oh, man. Yeah. Not, not enough. How many do you remember? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, G- give me a Don Brown. I think that defense can uh, can mess with A uh, and M a little bit. That was my initial lean too. <laughs> Thirty four. Please win this game, UMass. Please win uh, this game. All right, let's right. think about similarly competitive, similar levels of competition to A and M. Tulane is probably better than A and M this year, right? Definitely. Thirty two point game there. Uh, Liberty. Probably better than A and M this year. All I'm saying, it's this is a revenge spot. It's the JFK Bowl. It's yeah. been 59 years. That's right. All right. Uh, they Lyndon have. B. Johnson's gone. All right. <laughs> this is where the Minutemen come into College Station, and they get revenge. Get Take revenge. that, Jack Ruby. That's right. <laughs> and Massachusetts has its revenge. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with you guys. Let's go Minutemen here to cover. <laughs> Uh, East Tennessee State's at Mississippi State. Do we even need to talk no, about this game here? Move this, along. Okay, let's move along. All right, please don't do this to us. We love college football, but just don't do this to us. All right. Uh, next up, Duke heads to to Pitt. Why is Pitt a seven and a half point favorite? The amount of disrespect being I see eights out there too. Lofted at Duke all what year long. What's going on here? How easy was was betting Duke against Virginia Tech last week? Oh, or how God, easy was a, it betting Duke against Miami a few weeks? Candy ago? from a baby. We should lock this. I'll yeah, do I'll, it. I'm locking it. Okay. Triple Duke. lock. Duke you're is in? good. You're in on this. Yeah. Yeah. The Duke Blue Devils. But I'll take the eight. Let's go eight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing here. I, I feel you're like telling Narduzzi with Narduzzi without Whipple is like. It's like a Dazio on Colorado State. <laughs> Dazio without Pitt's, Urban Meyer, Pitt, like hit minus four. Uh, okay, but minus more than a touchdown. I don't get it. Yeah, I the fact it. that it's on the road—that's that place doesn't get lit. Mm. That's a fucking NFL stadium. Ever since they went off campus, that's that stadium true. sucks. They probably will not fill it out sitting there. It's a six and four stadium. Yeah, acupuncture stadium. Uh, Six and four pit. Are they a little better than we're giving them credit for? No, not really. Let's see who their wins Just are. Just because they had two pick sixes in the first ten seconds against Brennan Armstrong. <laughs> I Mike mean, Ryan McIntyre Saint. Eat shit, pit. NC Nick. There I we like go. It. Uh, Western Michigan, Rhode Island, Virginia Tech, Virginia, and Syracuse. Dude, they that's lost to Georgia garbage. Tech. They lost that's, to Louisville and Georgia Tech without the shredder too. What about West Virginia? That was game one. That was so okay. long. It was overtime, right? And West Virginia is what a four-win team now. It's true. Look, it's, it it seems odd. The wrong team is favored by a lot here. This is ridiculous. Locked if Duke wins this game, they have Wake next week at home. Something's wrong with Wake right now. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong. I would favor Duke. Duke is going to go nine and three in Elko's <laughs> first year. A chance with wow. the ten wins Crazy. in the bowl game. Life in the coastal shouldn't be this hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> man. Oh man. Uh yeah, lock it up. Okay, should we just continue the lock party because Virginia Tech heads to Liberty? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. We can't have all the same locks here. I'm guys. locking this. It's too yes. obvious. Yes. Liberty Virginia Tech is live. awful. Let me tell you about Kate. She was terrible. <laughs> all right. Let me let me tell you about Virginia Tech. They're terrible. They can't kick the ball through the uprights. All right. Dude. 
that Liberty game last week was a clear trap game. Yeah. They beat Arkansas. Party they, their they, ass off. And and they're looking ahead towards Virginia Tech, which is a you know, an in 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 state battle. That's why they lost to UConn. So I love the fact that it's actually for this game, it's good that, that they lost last week. They bounced back. Look at the Hokies against Duke. They played or I'm sorry, they scored on the second play from scrimmage <laughs> and were shut out the rest of the game. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> They're so patty. bad. Nothing. They're so fucking bad. All right. I'm locking it. Yeah. Flame on. Give me the flaming libs. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, this place is gonna be lit. You, you think about uh This isn't in Blacksburg. What are you talking about? You think Virginia Tech's good? I don't. And uh but ten points in uh where is that? Ro- not Roanoke, uh Lynchburg. Yeah. That's that's a lot of points against Virginia Tech. Dude, that would, Virginia Tech, when Virginia Tech was better two years ago, Liberty won in Blacksburg by three. All right, it, that's I mean that's true. That was a hell of a game though. Um, is is this the biggest spread that Virginia or Virginia Tech has faced against an in-state school that isn't the other one oh, potentially? Got to be ten points. Yeah. How embarrassing! Uh, terrible <laughs> year for Virginia and Virginia Tech. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll jump on board. Uh, I think tide turning, I see, as I remember, <laughs> I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of, tur- it's easy to see a tide turn. Well, guys, guys, we can't have the same locks. Did I say those words? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have all the same locks. Though. Give me the flame and live. Just, just cause you make a bunch of good points. Doesn't mean I want to have to well, lock the it. The point is, is to make people money. <laughs> And to have a good pick record. Look, I like, want to be better than you. I don't want to be the same as you. I am well, be better than man. both of you. Go yeah, be your own man, man then, huh? Well, I like yeah. what you guys are saying. I'm, I, I'm sick of you guys locking it before I get the chance to. Uh, look, uh, Liberty is the better team here. Virginia. What's crazy too is when you talk about that trap game. Uh, Liberty was down big early to UConn, and uh, then they'd storm back and took the lead late, right? And then how, how did you nobody con- goes into the wrench? Yeah. Without gets getting twisted yeah. without getting well, twisted. Yeah. Dude, guys, I remember saying last, last week when we were picking this game, I was on UConn in the points because Liberty has gotten up this year against big name teams, but Buddy, also I, I took UConn on the down, money line. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. also they played down to the level of competition against like Gardner Webb against I forget some other Akron, like Akron, Akron, Akron. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So we've seen this from Liberty. They get up for the big games and they play down to the level of, of the competition. So especially against the Hokies at home, that place is going to be on fire, man. Yeah, well, I agree. Which uh, if um, Q freeze does that at Auburn, that's, ex- that's all they're looking for. Get up <laughs> for the big game and beat Alabama. Right. And then go eight Pretty and four. Much, yeah. we're, co- we're comfortable with that. All right, D- folks. He bet us in this bitch. Hell yeah. There we go. That's a legend right there. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to get to the rest of the picks, but before I do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience on the sports gambling podcast network presented by win bet win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today.